listening to the Just Go Bike Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Wyatt from the Iowa Bicycle Coalition. And I'm TJ Jeskowitz from Ray Bright. So this is the podcast where we talk about bicycling just for the fun of it. There's going to be tales from all across the nation. We're going to be talking about the social end of, the, of bicycling. So come for the bikes, stay for the fun, and leave with a smile. All right, Mark. Well, we're actually face-to-face here, knocking off this one. edition. We're here in beautiful downtown Iowa City. Just got done with a RAGBRAI meeting. Got to you know share some barbecue with Mark and uh, uh-huh. some friends in downtown Iowa City. And here we are to, to do another edition of the Jisco Bike Podcast. Yeah, it's uh, weather's finally warming up. But we 60 degrees today, so it was nice. Heat wave, no doubt. <laughs> I don't think it's going to stick around very long. But... Yeah. Well, if you get barbecue in a heat wave, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, uh, my wife Jennifer rode her bike to work for the first time this year, um, so she was happy about that. That's uh, uh, that's a sure sign of spring when oh yeah when she starts that again. So still a little soupy out there from all the melt, but you know yeah. hey we'll take it. I'm in a construction zone with the arena project going next to our office in in Coralville, so um, our trail is underneath about eight feet of uh, dirt right now. Ooh. So I'm stuck for a little bit. I'll I'll do some workarounds when it gets a little nicer. But uh, yeah, it's still a little icy in spots and a little muddy in spots. So you got to look out. But it's nice when you don't have to bundle up to go out right. and ride your bike. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. Nice. And and the ice seems to be dissipated by now. Not that it's over by right. by any stretch of the imagination. Right. But um, you know, you're not putting away your snowplow if you live in the Midwest yet. But. <laughs> It's it's okay, you know. Uh-huh. When when you get a sixty degree day and there's some serious drip and some snow melt, it's gonna mess up your bike pretty good. You know, your derailleur might have a little bit of extra gunk on it, but your smile is gonna be a little bit bigger as as you yeah. start to creep towards spring. Yeah, well, that's good. So what else is new? I saw we were talking a little bit earlier about uh, our our events pigtails just been uh-huh. cranking. Lots of people like you know jumping on the on the bandwagon of ride pigtails. Yeah, there's uh, a lot of interest on that. Believe it or not, you know, Bakun is our biggest bike ride that we do. We've got more women well, that re- we registered. Do. I think I got a little bigger one. Well, uh, that's true. Yeah. But I, I I meant we do. We as, do. As partners okay. There. Um, not to be confused with we do. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's true. Um, no, uh, uh, Pigtail says more people registered right now, more women registered, uh, than Baycoon does both men and women registered. Awesome. So, uh, yeah, no, we're excited about that event and I think that's going to be fun. I, we're just at the point where we're filling out event permits and, and doing all kinds of the other work with that. Uh, we have a Jersey order that has to go in here soon. So now is the time to register early and get a little discount. That's so awesome. I'm glad we added that event. It's mm-hmm. just a just a neat event on the calendar. I mean, May 19th, right around Mother's Day. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's really cool when you start getting some more springtime cycling events in our state. Mm-hmm. And, you know, again, with, with weather like we've had lately, it just makes you get out and ride and, and start thinking about, wow, let's get together with more and more friends and, and get out and do, you know, that's what we talk about here on this podcast, the social side of cycling. Mm-hmm. And what's more social than getting together with friends and riding bikes? Absolutely. Absolutely. No, it's, uh, I'm excited about these two events too. I think they're going to be great. Uh, it's just getting people to get registered and, and yeah. uh, come out and participate. And, Very yeah, cool. We try to make it easy. 
So any movement up on uh, Capitol Hill there, Mark? What's you know, the latest? Uh, nothing right now. We're just in. Uh, we're in the two week holding period. We got, we got until March sixteenth to uh, see if our bills are going to move forward. You know, the word on the street is they're probably not. Mm-hmm. But you know, there's also some quiet things happening that uh, I'm not going to say never. I think we still sure. got some chances to move some good things through, um, and uh, hopefully. Uh, not be saddled with uh, things that we don't want. Cool. Um, yeah, so there's some more work to do, and, and I encourage everybody to go to iowabicyclecoalition.org and email your legislator, uh, because that's what really makes the difference. If we have thousands of bicyclists instead of hundreds of bicyclists um, talking to their elected officials, uh, that's who makes decisions. It's the ones that show up, so yeah. you got to get there. Very cool. Well, I, I've been listening to a few podcasts lately, and I, I happened to stumble uh, upon the Interbike podcast. I don't mm. know if you happen to catch that one. Not yet. So kind of interesting. I know we've we've always gone to Interbike each mm-hmm. each fall, and it's uh, really interesting. And, you know, it um, you know listening to that one, very, very technical, and they're talking about, you know, just different things, uh, you know, ver- various things about power meters and, and e-bikes and just, just a host of, of different things. And really, really, well done um but it, i just kind of come back to you know our podcast and it, it, it almost felt like a foreign language listening to <laughs> power meters and just just things that are not in our vocab on a, sure. on a regular basis here i mean i wish them well i mean that's a i i mean I, I i can be very techie at times as well but you know we try to keep it simplistic here and don't talk about watts and and, right. and different things like that but um i i have no idea how much output of watts i do on a normal basis mark you have any idea what no we watch? no you know we were we were talking earlier about strava and uh if you look at the heat map for strava if anybody's seen that this is uh a map that anybody that uses Strava, it shows a line on the map. And if, if a couple people use that same route, it shows up a little brighter and a little brighter and a little brighter. And uh, if you look at Iowa, um, there's these amazing three routes that go across the state <laughs> that uh, are identical to the Ragbri route. Hmm. Um, and, and also interesting is some it, cities can buy this data is as a source to say, oh, this is where bicyclists ride. And uh, one of the streets that Ragbri has used a couple times is, is Gilbert in, in Iowa City. Um, and uh, so it shows up as, geez, there's a lot of bicyclists that use this street. And uh, that may that may actually help us, even though they don't know it, to, to get bike lanes cool. on that street. Yeah. And that would be kind of cool, even though, you know, normal circumstances, yeah. it probably doesn't get that much traffic. Oh, oh, very cool. Well, hey, I do wish our friends at Interbike, they're, they're buddies of ours. So they do a great job. I think oh, yeah. some of the people from Interbike are going to come out and do Ragbri this what? year. So, um, yeah, I just got a little note and just saying, hey, you know, I'd love to come join you this summer. So, And they're doing some great stuff. They're moving out to, to Reno Tahoe this year mm-hmm. and uh, really looking forward to that. If you haven't been to Interbike, there's also a consumer show that, you know, sure. so people can go out. So. So yeah, give it a look, innerbike.com, I believe it is. So don't don't be afraid to look them up and um, take a look at what they're doing because they're doing some good stuff in the bike industry. Cool. Yeah. Okay, well, I know on the podcast this week, I had an interview with Jeff Fruin. And Jeff is a city manager in Iowa City, one of our ragbride towns. And we just 
We just caught up about some different happenings about what to look for. I know it's really early in the ragbri season for them to say, "Hey, this is what we're doing." But I just asked some some just some basic stuff about you know what what can you expect when riders come into Iowa City. So I think Jeff had a lot of good information to, that you want to listen to if you're coming on ragbri this this summer. And I know there's going to have lots more information as we get closer to that magical week in July. Very cool. Hey, this is TJ with the Just Go Bike Podcast, and with me today is the city manager from Iowa City, Jeff Fruin. How are you doing today, Jeff? Really good. Nice to be here. Well, the the reason we have Jeff on the podcast is because back in 1976, it was the last time that Ragbri came to Iowa City. So that's a, if my math is correct, that's like a 42-year gap, something like that. So why, Jeff, is this the year for Iowa City to host Ragbri? Well, I don't know. I can't answer the question as to why it took 42 years to return, but um all I can say is we are very, very excited to be a host city. Something that we've been talking about for several years now, and we just felt the uh, the time was right for us. And luckily, it uh, lined up with uh, what you had in mind for Ragbri this year. Were you even on this earth the last time that Ragbri came to Iowa City? <laughs> Not quite yet. Not quite <laughs> Not yet. Not quite all right. Yet, all right. Yeah. So I just want to set, set your age there. All right. Awesome. So um, just to give viewers a little idea of who you are, Jeff, I, I know I've ridden bikes with you before. We've rode a century together on, on Grand Gable. So just so the listeners know, you've got a little bike cred when you say, you know, one of yeah. the, one of the uh, tr- true, genuine Iowa um, city managers that actually bike. And I know quite a few. So tell us a little bit about your, your biking experience and how long you've been riding a bike. Yeah. Well, uh, anybody that spends some time in Iowa and Iowa city, uh, especially you, you quickly learn that there's a strong biking culture here. And, uh, so I started to pick up that when I came here from Illinois to go to school, uh, back in the nineties, uh, came here for the university, like a lot of Illinois folks do. And, uh, uh, eventually, uh, I made my way back to Illinois and I uh, got my first job in city management, and it so happened that uh, my mayor that I worked for owned a bicycle shop in town. Neat. And uh, as soon as he knew that I went to school in Iowa, he said, well, hey, do you, do you go on Ragbri? Have you been on Ragbri? And I said, I hadn't been on there before, and, uh, but I, I knew about it because uh, my father-in-law had ridden it for many years. And he kept pushing me year after year. You need to go take a week off of work, go back to Iowa and ride Ragbri. And so I did in 2011. And uh, shortly thereafter, I took the position in Iowa City. And I've been uh, uh, riding a little bit here and there uh, ever since. I've uh, uh, just recently did the Grand Gable uh, that you mentioned and uh, enjoy getting out when I can. Great. Now, what makes Iowa City, I, I know it's got all kinds of accolades as far as a, a bike-friendly community. I mean, what, in your mind, makes this a really neat mecca for cycling in the state? Well, it's, uh, I think it's the, the, the population that we have, the mix of um, uh, demographics that we have with the, the energy that you get from the university. Um, but there are some uh, really 
neat trails and and uh, courses uh, around here. It's it's easy to get out uh, onto country roads. There's a, a lot of beautiful uh, scenery out here. But uh, you know when there's a culture and like we have a bike culture, it's a lot easier to become part of that group. If you're one of uh, um, many you're a lot more comfortable in riding as opposed to if you're if you're kind of feeling like you're by yourself and uh you're never by yourself when you're on a bike in iowa city um there's always somebody else riding around you uh, there's always a, a club to join or a bike ride to to participate in so uh it, it there's just a level of comfort that uh, maybe isn't there with all other cities great and i know also in addition to the bike cred of of the community the the community has obviously hosted plenty of visitors over time, obviously with the University of Iowa being centered right here, as well as, you know, various festivals uh, to do. So uh, a little background on other festivals and other neat things that the community has hosted over the year as far as, you know, just tens of thousands of people coming to town. Yeah, special events um, we do, uh, and we we tend to do those very well. Uh, We have, uh, obviously, the University of Iowa here, uh, and we have to accommodate the uh, home games every year that bring in tens of thousands uh, of folks, um, certainly well over 100,000 when things are going good and, and uh, people just come to be a part of the atmosphere. So uh, we're used to that, but uh, we're much more than just a, f- a football uh, uh, city. Um, we host major events throughout the year. One of the ones that we're most excited about that's coming back is the uh, World Cup uh, bike race, the, the Jingle Cross, Cycle Cross race. And uh, we're getting to host that for the third year this year. That brings in uh, folks from all over the all over the world here to Iowa City to watch uh, some of the greatest cycle cross athletes uh, on this earth. So uh, we're excited for that. But we have uh, we have summer festivals, uh, we have music festivals, uh, athletic events, cultural events with Hancher. Uh, we're we're just really built for uh, some of these large scale events. Ragbury is a bit different, and everyone's uh, every every uh, event is certainly unique. Uh, so we're learning a lot as we get into the planning for Ragbury. Uh, but um, there's a lot of uh, good examples that we could look to with our neighbors, particularly Coralville, who's hosted so many times. So we feel like we've got some good resources there, too. Very cool. Well, I know it's very early in the planning process. We just announced, oh, I don't know, a month ago, pretty yeah. much to the day, if I, or, or tomorrow it'll be a month, that we announced that Iowa City will be on the route. So at this point, any kind of tips about, hey, what, what can people expect rolling into Iowa City? Obviously, there's... You know that 42-year gap is for an overnight, but they've they we've ridden through this area a little bit. So, any any early tips right now about what riders can expect when they roll in Iowa City? Well, we're going to have a real good time. Uh, we don't have all the details yet, but we know we're going to uh, throw a heck of a party, um, and uh, it'll be a memorable evening uh, for for folks that are coming in. Um, you know, we think that the the hub of entertainment will be downtown and around the campus area. That's a, that's a, a kind of a um, no brainer for us to 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 bring people in where we've got all kinds of great restaurants and. Uh, bars and retail shops uh, that, that folks can enjoy. And then, of course, the University of Campus, uh, University of Iowa campus being right next door is a, a big attraction as well. So we'll, we'll look to highlight uh, uh, the downtown area, but uh, don't exactly know how that's going to look quite yet. Um, we do know that we have a lot of folks here in Iowa City that are excited, uh, very excited to uh, roll out the red carpet and be good hosts. Sure. And it's not just a city effort. Um, 
obviously when we go into other communities, they don't have a university. They don't have the business climate that you have here. So it is all those working together. I, I know just in the early committee meetings, we've had people from the university sitting in. We've had people from, from the city business leaders, um, you know, city folks. So, I mean, those some strong leaders that, that are putting putting together this rag right effort? Yeah, and we, we, really, we wouldn't have ever put in a, a, a bid to host if we didn't have that kind of support. I think it's really essential for us to have the buy-in of the university, the business community, uh, and and the general public, and um, we certainly have that. Uh, matter of fact, our biggest problem right now is uh, just telling people to kind of hold off that there will be a role for you to play. But uh, as we're just getting started now, there's there's um, uh, 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 maybe more people wanting to help than we have uh, re- responsibilities for now. That will come, but uh, the response has been truly overwhelming. And uh, you're absolutely right. This is not a city of Iowa City event. This is an Iowa City uh, and, and really the greater area uh, that's going to be hosting folks. Now, you mentioned some of the things about downtown. Typically on Ragbri, we're in a smaller community, maybe a town of 5,000 people, where you can't go to the local restaurant and get a table without waiting for four or five hours. Within us, uh, maybe uh, a three wood of <laughs> say, uh, you know, the, say the main stage area, whatever. Give me a glimpse of just some of the types of restaurants that someone could walk to and sit down. And you're you're you've got such a neat array of independent restaurants that are non-chain that people right. are going to be wow, you know, that was awesome. I think that's what's really going to um, be nice for folks is that you're not going to know the names of these restaurants uh, uh, here in Iowa City unless you've been to our community before. We have a phenomenal food culture and it's dominated by uh, local independent uh, restaurateurs. And so you're going to uh, have an opportunity to uh, have all kinds of different experiences. If you want just a, a run-of-the-mill kind of diner type feel, you, you could find that. If you want a sports bar, and uh, we have plenty of those. If you want some fine dining, uh, just about any type of food you want, we probably have um, multiple restaurants that, that serve that need. And one of the great things about Iowa City is we've got a very diverse population here. Uh, we've got uh, folks that have come from all over uh, the globe, and that has spilled out into our food culture as well. So you'll find just about anything that uh, uh, you could want here. All right. And the riding is good. The food's going to be good. I'm sure there's going to be beverages uh, throughout. There's going to be good music. There's going to be good people watching. Um, anything else that you just think, why Why is this night going to stand out amongst, you know, we're on the road for pretty much seven days. When they roll into Iowa City, they're going to have big smiles on their faces, what what is one or two things that people are going to say? Wow, I mean scenery, or you know, what what are some special things that people should look forward to? Maybe yeah, visiting? Uh, you know, to to me, it's it's the energy of a a college community. It's the energy that the uh, University of Iowa campus brings to our our, our downtown. We we have a uni- we're, we're one of a few unique uh, college communities really across the country that has the the college campus and the downtown intertwined together so tightly. Typically your campus, you might have a campus town around there, but your downtown is a little separated. Uh, We are truly one with the university, and I think that's going to provide for an experience that um, is unparalleled. 
Um, we have a uh, we have a few ideas um, that uh, we're going to be talking through later today and uh, in, in the next few weeks and months ahead. Uh, I think we'll have uh, a few tricks up our sleeves, so to speak. But um, uh, for now, I can just assure it'll be a, a really great time with a, a fun, uh, positive energy throughout the whole uh, day and evening. So will there be a little Hawkeye flare, perhaps? That that pops up yeah there's perhaps. a yeah there, there that's probably safe to say is right, that there'll be right. a little hawkeye no, no, flare no um right. <laughs> and of course with uh, uh with Ames being on the i, uh, I wouldn't the, even right. mention that <laughs> whatsoever that the um school that happens to be in Ames, iowa iowa state university is also on the route this year yeah makes it a little bit interesting doesn't it yeah that's really exciting for us uh, uh to have that uh, rivalry represented on the map uh, of the ride so to speak and we know that they are going to do some great things there and uh, uh you know more of that than i do yeah. but but they're going to pull out all the stops too and i think but uh, I think b- between the two of us, we'll have some fun going back and forth. You know, yeah. that's already taken place a little bit. Um, but we're, we're going to play that up and, and uh, for those two nights, give, uh, give folks a, a good kind of rivalry experience. That's good. Yeah, we've just noticed a few quotes back and forth, which uh, I think our buddy Josh, I think, was, was trained by Brian Ferentz as far as some, <laughs> of, the, some of the quotes. So we'll, uh, but, you know, it's all in jest. I, I, I'm real good friends at both, both places, and I, I know it's, it's totally fun. And I think, you know, there's going to be a lot of Hawkeyes that are going to experience some, some fun over in Ames, and there's going to be a lot of Cyclones and Panthers and, and the whole, you know, people from all over the world. This is our college spirit day so i think no matter what people are gonna have a good time in 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 all the towns on right yeah absolutely every everybody's welcome we'll take cyclone fans uh we'll we'll take them all uh, we're gonna have a good time uh no matter what uh, jersey you're wearing very cool okay well hey appreciate you you popping in i know we're gonna uh, get back with lots of information the planning has just started we're one month in we're focusing on july july 27th when tens of thousands of riders from all over the world will converge on iowa city and i know you're going to roll out the red carpet for them and have plenty of great camping great food great entertainment for them any any words to leave them with jeff uh, just expect a memorable evening. Uh, we hope that, uh, you know, when you dip that tire in on that last day that you'll look back and Iowa City will, will be one of those communities that really stands out for you. So we're going to spend the next five months working hard to create that memory. All right. Thanks for coming in, Jeff. Thank you. Hey, we've come to the conclusion of another edition of the Just Go Bike Podcast. Appreciate you tuning in this week and every week. And as we just talk about bikes for the fun of it. Mark, who's this podcast brought to you by? You know, Think Iowa City, which is going to be a Ragbri host town. Um, it's, uh, it's a really great opportunity uh, to come to this town. There's lots of great bicycle riding, but there's also Jingle Cross World Cup um, and uh, Ragbri is an overnight. So that's a, it's a good reason. Not bad. Grinnell. Uh, Bikes to You is one of the best bike shops located right there in Grinnell, Iowa. Um, they're also a rag by charter. So if you're looking for equipment, especially women's clothing and gear, they're uh, one of the best Pocampo dealers and they got a lot of other things. Uh, it's worth a trip yeah. to, to their shop. Um, and then uh, um, Primal. Uh, Come on, Mark. Yeah. 
you know, I, I only wear private. It's, it's hard to remember anybody else. Yeah. Uh, but if you're looking for custom bike jerseys, shorts, and apparel, uh, Primal Wear out of Denver, Colorado, that's, uh, that's your, your go-to source. I become a primal snob. I'm sorry. My, you know, if I'm not wearing primal bibs and, yeah. and ugh, they're just, Oh, it's like riding on air. So yeah, perfect. I've, I've, I've become, yeah, a big, big, big fan of theirs. And yeah. you know, even if they weren't a sponsor, I would tell you wear primal bibs cause they're awesome. All right. Perfect. Well, cool. Well, Hey, if you're not subscribed already to the just go bike podcast, please do. You can check us out on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, SoundCloud, uh, whatever else you get. If you get your podcast through a tin cup, whatever. I mean, go on there and, and register so you can make sure you get that little ding that says, hey, we got another Jisco Bike podcast. And um, each and every week, we're going to just talk about some of the fun stuff in cycling. And we may talk about events. We may talk about some happenings in the Midwest. We may be talking on a national scale. But you know what? We're going to talk about the fun side of cycling. So, do you have anything to leave us with, Mark? We're sitting here overlooking the Capitol, the old Capitol. We can see the Children's Hospital from where we are up here. We're at the Hilton Garden Inn in downtown Iowa City. We just had some meetings, got done. We might have had a beverage, perhaps. And now we're just kicking back doing a podcast. So any words to leave us you, with? You know, I don't have any quotes, but uh, it's springtime, so just go ride your bike. It's... Uh... It's that time of year. Those are words to live by. Yeah. You must be a philosopher. <laughs> All right. Just go bike. Thanks again for listening. Let us know what you think of the show by leaving a rating and a review. They really help us out a lot and help others find the show. For more information, check out justgobike.net. The show's theme song was written, produced, and performed by Ryan Steer.